to the Food Magic Podcast. Join me on a journey to uncover the secret recipe to food and beverage industry success. Welcome back to another episode of the Food Magic Podcast. Today, I am ecstatic to introduce you to two people that I highly respect and can't believe that they're on the podcast today. Here we have Jeff Benjamin and Mark Vetri. Welcome. Thank you. Nice <laughs> to be here. Great to have you here. Um, so let's dive right in. How did the two of you meet? Together, you're such a dynamic duo. You have such different we skills. We are a dynamic duo, aren't we? <laughs> my bad. He's the dynamic one. I'm just kind of, the, you know, the guy hanging out. <laughs> How did we meet? Um, I guess we owe it all to your brother. We do owe it all to Adam. Uh, yeah, I was, so, I was, so, so I was at a restaurant in, uh, in um, New York, mm-hmm. Bell Blue, and um, he was at, I don't know, where was I worked for Aramark. Yeah, you were working for Aramark. And, you know, he used to stop in the restaurant every now and then and eat, you know, usually with a girl. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was my way of impressing people. Yeah. Mark come out and cook for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know that guy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it was just like, you know, I was there for about uh, two years and I was looking, and I was like looking, you know, you know I was at sort of the, the end of the... The, the the line there, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I, so I started you know looking for my own restaurant, um, and I was looking for looking for a manager. And um, make sure you tell the truth. <laughs> I was looking for a manager. You were not my first choice. <laughs> or, or the second or choice. Or the it's not something you hold against each other now. <laughs> I had this awesome guy from Italy who had this awesome accent, Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. He was like smooth and like suave, and I was like, I really want this guy. Um, and he said, Yeah, you know, maybe. And then it's just kind of all sort of yeah. fell through. So I was like, Hey, Jeff, I kind of need someone still. And you know, he was in the middle of stuff, you know. So yeah, it was uh, it was perfect timing. And so his brother, the reason why we said it was his brother's fault was because. His brother was producing an independent movie, and the, one of the locations was my apartment. And every morning at 6 a.m., I had to vacate my apartment, and Craft Services was run by Mark and his dad, Sal. Yeah. So I would have coffee with Mark and Sal every morning. Mm-hmm. And I had read in, in Food Arts Magazine that Mark was looking for a location in Philadelphia. So I was like, dude, what, what's going on here? He's like, well, if you're really interested, if you were serious about that, I didn't think you were serious. And then he called me like a week or two, week yeah. or two later. Yeah. In July fourth of ninety eight, we came down and looked at yeah. this pretty, pretty unkempt, <laughs> decrepit oh building. And he's like, Isn't it awesome? <laughs> it was horrible, man. You walked in and it was just one of those, you know, things that was, you know, just not really, you know, not really looked after. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been at some of those, those, the, the restaurants that that were there for like years and years and years and it's just like you know you look underneath everything and it was just like oh my god disgusting <laughs> um, somebody actually fell through from the kitchen to the basement yeah. while, we were, while we were reconstructing oh my goodness mark easton yeah. it was mark easton <laughs> my, my buddy from school yeah um yeah so i think i signed the lease july 1st um, and then, then we opened uh, s- September twenty second, 
So for our guests here, what would you say, what are your particular lanes and how did your partnership work? I would say it's less of two lanes and more of a really cool Venn diagram. Yeah. Okay. You know, because if he specifically stayed in the back of the house and only worried about the quality of the food and kind of the creative, and I specifically stayed in the front of the house yeah. and also worried solely about steps of service and perhaps also the finances, we collaborate. So mm -hmm. I think a, a true partnership is collaborative. And yes, we have a lane that we're better at. And, mm -hmm. you know, he is certainly always going to be behind the line. I'm always going to be in the front of the house. But we both have opinion. He never, for the first nine years, never put a menu item on the menu without me tasting it. Wow. Now, I wasn't going to veto anything, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, what do you think of this? What if we add a little more soul? You know? yeah. And this, I would never change a step of service without going by him. So, you know, I think people talk a lot about staying in your lane. And I think that really cheats you as a partnership. Mm -hmm. If you didn't want to have a partnership, that's one thing. But I, I think you have to have a Venn diagram. Yeah, what he said. I don't, I don't think I could add to any of that. I mean, yeah, it was just like, <laughs> you know, you know, he was the, the yin for my, for, 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 for my yang, you know. Um, everything that, you know, all of, you know, you know, whenever I, like, made, I mean, I mean anything f for the menu, I mean, I think that, 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 that anyone else would have been like, oh yeah, chef, that's really amazing. But I, but um, he would actually say to me, you know what, this is really good. But maybe th th this would actually like, you know, this, 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 this would actually help it out a little bit. And I go, oh, you know what, that's 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 awesome. It's a, you know, um, yeah. So it was just really us, you know, working sort of sort of with each other. I mean, yeah. Um, Mark, I remember actually a couple of years ago was one of the first times I had the opportunity to sit down with you, and I mm -hmm. asked you for a piece of advice, and it stuck with me. Oh so. my God, what did I say? I'm not <laughs> You said one of the most important things in business is learning to say no, so that when you do say yes, you have the energy to execute on the yes. Yes. And you said that within context of expanding your restaurants. You sure. said no to many concepts oh along the years. Yeah, well, for the first, like, Nine years, we had tons of offers every, every way. We're going to make this larger. We're going to do this. I was like, you know what? I'm really happy. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I really like having three weeks off in August, one week off after the, like the the, the the new year. Um, I have this little thirty seater. You know, we work. You know, obviously six, six days a week, but you know, but I love it. Mm -hmm. um, we said no to. Literally, hundreds of offers, yeah. I would say. Um, and then, obviously, when 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 we were each ready for the next thing, you mm -hmm. know, that was that was that was when we you know you know we sort of went for it. But uh, there was a lot. There was there was there was a lot of no's. Yeah. So what made it a yes? Why were you ready to expand? And it obviously led you down a really interesting adventure that you're still... Well, I mean, <laughs> I think it certainly has a little bit something to do with, like, money, you know? <laughs> Finances, you know? I think, so I got, so I got, uh, so I got married, um, and this was 2005. So I had the restaurant for now seven, seven years. 
Um, and I thought, we're doing well, right? I could, I could head to Italy whenever I, whenever I could, I could order anything online that I wanted. I, I was, <laughs> I was very happy. Um, you know, so, so I got married and, and I, you know, so I, so I put in the, 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 the bill for the wedding, um, and <laughs> so we got home for the wedding, and me and my wife were just kind of looking at, you know, how much money I, I, I have left, and we look in the bank account, like, I've got $5,000, <laughs> and I think to myself, hold up, let's see, so, so I have a house, and I have a huge, huge mortgage, and, you know, and have the restaurant, and I was like, I got $5,000 in my name. Oh my gosh, we need to open up another restaurant. Like, we're not making any money. We're really not making any money. I was like, but I'm happy, and like everything's going well, you know. But it was, it was like still a 30 seater, you know. You can only make a certain amount of money in that. And yes, we were fine, you know. And if I really focused then on like, you know, you know, you know, sticking the, the money away, that would have been fine. But we always reinvested also. So all of that mm-hmm. went r- right back into the restaurant always. You know, we would take, you know, $15,000 at the end of the year and we would up, we would, we would add, you know, things in, you know, you know, for the wine list. And then we would, you know, the, then we would spend $30,000 on this and $15,000 on that, you know. So, so after seven years of, Reinvesting, you know, yeah, we had this awesome restaurant, but we had nothing, you know, for <laughs> ourselves. You know. Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, we owed it to ourselves to see what was next, and you know, money certainly had a lot to do with it, and people, right? We weren't ever going to be able to keep great people for very long in such a small place, so we had to make sure we took care of that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think Mark hit the nail on the head. We were happy. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that the next thing we did kept us happy, right? And so yeah. it took us nine years. And I think the other thing that, you know, is unique to our company is we do a lot of things based on gut, which mm-hmm. I think there's not a single professor across that river that we're sitting across from right now that would <laughs> let us say this in a business class. But, you know, we were standing on the ground of Osteria, of what was going to become Osteria. Yeah. And Mark looked at me and goes, I think we could do this. And that was it. Like, yeah. that's all it took. And yeah. that actually happened a lot through a lot of the things we did. There were times where we just walked into this. It happened at Vetri. He walked into this yeah. gross space and said, I think I can make this happen. So, you know, I think there was some gut. There was some, you know, financial attributes. And there was personal growth. But, you know, really, it, it just felt right. Yeah. 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 I would also say that... Um, yeah, I, I think the, the the model that you know that actually worked, you know, for us, you know, if you ask the 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 the, the, the economics guys over there, you know, they would say, no, 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 that won't work, that won't work, that won't work. You know, I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, we did everything sort of sort of opposite of 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 what the the rules are, um, <laughs> you know, like we, like, like the, 
like we started with 39 seats, then we went to 34 seats, then we went to 30 seats, you know. Um, you know so the, the economics there really, really doesn't like make any sense because you want more seats in order to make more, you know. But I was like, no, I want less because I want to because I want to make it, you know, more open. And I think they're going to want to spend more when it's, you know, more relaxed in there. You know, like that was, 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 was opposite of everything that, that I learned, you know, mm -hmm. you know, when I was, you know, you know, I was at, uh, LeBeau, yep. you know, so Shout out to LeBeau, also a LeBeau graduate. Shout out here. to LeBeau graduates, <laughs> yes. 1990, I'm a little older than you. But, uh, yeah, so, and so even, even like the way that we um, um, financed the restaurants was, you know, it was just not what anyone else was, you know, sort of, sort of you, know, you, know, you know, into. Like they would all get like the, 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 the investors and you know we would get just you know loans and you know and uh and uh you know and um you know have have you know have the the the, the houses on the the the, the, the the line for everything wow um yeah we basically risked everything and, and it worked out, which is awesome. It worked out. <laughs> Seems to be working out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seems to be working out. Yeah, but it's but it's but but it's a risk, you know. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, we had loads of folks offer us money. Oh, you know, let me know. You know, when you open up another restaurant, we're going to give you a hundred grand. We're going to give you a couple hundred grand. We're going to do this. I was like, you know what? We're going to get a loan. I'm going to sign my house away again. I'm going to refinance <laughs> it again. You know. Um, I remember um, when we opened up Amis. Ooh, that was loud. <laughs> when we opened up uh, the the Amis, um, I was married, and we were we were having our our uh, third, you know. So, so Mario, he's uh, my 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 youngest. Um, he was actually. Uh, uh, Born one week after we opened up uh, the the Emmys, you know. So, and I remember like the loan for that. I was like, "Hey, honey, you got to sign this." She's like, "Wait a minute, didn't we just like sign one for Frozen Three? I was like, "Yeah, that's the other house. We have to sign this this house that we're living in now." Over. She's like, "Yeah, but." So we don't know that one yet. I'm like, I know the bank owns that one too. And we're gonna sign this way. She's like, we just had a third. I'm like, yeah, I know. She's like, are we gonna be alright? I'm like, yeah, man, we're gonna be fine. You got some strong women in your life, don't you? Sign the paper, it'll be fine. You know, but it's those are sort of listen, you know, you know, you make the risk, you 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 get the 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 reward. You know, or you lose everything. Either or, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you only have three kids at a time. But three kids, three restaurants, three mortgages. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> everything in threes. That seems yeah, to be the magic threes. number. Yeah. Um, so once you started opening up new restaurants, that started to become more the business model, right? You guys opened up 
pizzeria. How many pizzeria batteries did you have? Before we sold three. Three yeah. when we sold. We had Austin, then we had the two ones in Philadelphia. Yeah, Jake Village, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the whole the sale, right? That's the one of the, in my <laughs> the opinion, sale. one of the most creative restaurant exits of all time. So uh, he said we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tell-all of what really happened. <laughs> it's. But it's not an exit, you know, because we're still in this, right? That's yeah. very true. You know? Only partial exit, uh, yes, I guess. Yes. yes. We, we, yeah. we got off the, the ramp onto the other high. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, I think it was the end of a chapter. Yeah. yeah. You know, to use exit, which is, you know, seems to be a VC or a tech term, you know. Yeah. You know. And that's the other thing, right? We said in 98 we were different than all the other new, you know, but then restaurants started exiting and started, like, acting like they were these, you know, 10 times valuation type companies and you know they're only you know we're a people business and you know you're only kind of as good as the people so mm -hmm. you look at some of these larger companies who are getting these crazy valuations and you say to yourself well what if the month after they sell or the two months after they sell or a year if they go public those people aren't there anymore it's not like they're making widgets and gadgets they're making an experience so you know we met with the, the people you know who were acquiring us from Urban Outfitters and they, you know, they get it. You know, they were into service and they were into who we were, who Mark and I were, and it felt right. We weren't actively marketing our company for sale. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew we wanted to grow, and we knew that if we were to grow, we would have to figure out a new capital structure because putting any more of Mark's houses on the line or my <laughs> line was going to probably flummox the system. Yeah. But we also knew we weren't interested in partnerships. Mm -hmm. So we had to kind of figure it out, and we took on some debt and uh, opened some pizzas, and you know, you know, frankly, spent some time. We're both very good at, at getting folks who know things that we don't know to come talk to us, mm -hmm. and so we had spent some time with Dick Hain over the years, and, and Dick said, "Listen, you know, we, uh, you know, I'm rethinking the model for retail, and you guys are doing this. Let's try and do something together." Kind of just happened, uh, honestly. Yeah. And um, it felt, you know, felt really good. It felt really good to be appreciated and to have some value, you know, who monetizes their little mini restaurant empire. It's not like we were Shake Shack or anything. You know, we were, we were a little boutique firm, right? So, it, uh, you know, there's no magic to it, and I don't think there's any deep, dark secrets to it. Uh, we did it. We did the deal. It, it, you know, it was um, both, it was lucrative both, you know, financially and from a human capital standpoint, people were able to increase their careers who worked for us and that was fun to watch and you know here we are three years removed from the transaction and Mark and I are now relaunching uh, we kept the original Vetri when we sold which was a huge piece of the deal and I think again mm -hmm. if we were a traditional acquisition we wouldn't have been allowed to keep anything right yeah. um, we kept Vetri and now we've re-upped on that and opened a second one and we're opening another pasta place in a few months and working on a couple of other deals together and we've got you know this this Fiddler Club that we're working on together and you know I think we've just started chapter two yeah it's been a fun fun ride um, yeah and I think the whole like the, the the urban thing was just kind of one of those things I mean we were not we were not looking for it you know you know nobody opens up I mean the the, the a restaurant and like things oh you know one day I'm going to open up a lot of restaurants and then I'm going to I'm, I'm going to be able to sell them like that's just not not 
not anything that that that, that anyone in the, the industry ever really thinks about. Um, you know, so so the. F fact that that happened was, you know, I mean, I still think it was just like a little, little bit of luck, a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that, but um, it just worked out. Um, I wouldn't, you know, like folks ask me always, you know, you know, if you like know now what you knew then, or like, if you knew the other way around, the yeah. way around. <laughs> if you knew then what you know now, <laughs> this is live, right? Yeah. If you knew then what you know now, would you still do it? And I'm like, yes, yeah. It was it it, it was amazing. Um, we were very lucky, and um, I really love the the the, the, the road. The, the road we're on now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the the big thing, obviously, for for me was you know to, you know to be able to to, to hold on to do you know, you know the the levers of restaurant battery. I mean, that's right. that's my 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 heart and soul. Um, that's I mean you know for me when they asked you know hey we're interested in this, what do you think? Why don't you have like four or five days to think about it, you know, and let us know like, 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 is there there the, there anything that you know just will 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 not will 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 not happen? So you know, so we thought about it for like four or five days and I was like you know what there's just one thing you know there's no way that I'm going to sell a battery ever and it's 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 not about the money it's it, it's not about anything it's about that is my 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 lifeline and I'm there now every day you know and I'm yeah I'm working the line and I'm just there and I'm still like looking for the 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 new things and we're still we're we're, we're evolving still um and it's just makes me happy um, you know so that was su super super lucky to be able to actually you know hold on to that yeah can we talk a little bit about um, behind the looking glass right what was it like to switch your corporate offices and now become part of urban and uh you know, uh, you guys were supposed to stay for a certain amount of time, and you may or may not have stayed through the whole amount of time um, that was originally promised. So, what was that like switching from your family? Well, you have style? to ask him that because I didn't really, because I didn't really switch anything. I, I, was, I used to run the <laughs> restaurants, and I still run the restaurants afterwards, and mm -hmm. you know. Maybe that was one of the issues why I left because <laughs> I, I didn't change. So that was my fault. But uh, you know, I am sort of—I don't know. That was a, you moved yeah, your office. So what was that like, Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know, Mark said, "Look, it wouldn't change a thing, right?" You know, it was definitely um, you know this paradigm shift between you know you run your own company, um, you call the shots. It's all you, and now you're a cog in a very large wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about, you know, like, but you know, what were my takeaways? I got to work for a publicly traded company, mm -hmm. which I never would have done if it was if it remained our own. I got to see the inner workings of how that happens and what you know what the pain points of 
you know, you shift from being able to concern yourself with the size of napkins and, you know, what does that say, you know, if I use a white napkin and then a woman's wearing a black dress and how do I dress that to, you know, what are the analysts going to say about our performance last quarter, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I think to me, you know, um, it was an education um, more than anything else. Um, you know, for the first time, you know, I guess on paper, to some extent, Mark's been my boss for a very long time, but that never really felt that way. And so for the first time in, you know, yeah. a couple decades, I had someone I needed to report to, and I was held accountable for for a lot of things that I held myself accountable for before. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, your, your takeaways on something like that are... Um, it benefited the company. It benefited the people that worked for us. Mm -hmm. It benefited the two of us, obviously. And uh, I wouldn't change a thing. I think, you know, I would have liked to have maybe figured out a way to stay a little longer because it was, you know, it was fun to a great extent. There were some pain points. Yeah. Just, you know, the marriage, what I want people to take from it, though, is that kind of a marriage, the, the one that, that they originally proposed to us about experiential retail and, and the fact that we're in, in a by definition an experiential industry mm -hmm. it can work yeah. and the fact that it didn't work exactly according to everyone's plan doesn't mean it was a bad idea yeah. so I'd love to see other people try it or for them to continue to do it it's uh, a great thought the, yeah. you know, the idea that a great thought. you know the idea that bricks and mortar is disappearing it, it's sad to me you yeah. know e-commerce is awesome and it's making a lot of people a lot of money but it's changing the way we communicate, and it really it's bothersome. When I walk mm -hmm. even onto our dining room floor and I see two people eating dinner together and they're both on their devices, yeah. not talking to each other, you know, we can help prevent that from continuing to happen by having great experiences. So, you know, I loved the idea that that you know that someone in the retail world was saying, I don't want to see this just become e-commerce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Realistically speaking, I'm sure that the e-commerce division of URBN is growing exponentially and they'll continue to do that, which is awesome for, for them and their shareholders. But to me, it was the idea that someone said, like Mark said, we did everything non-traditional. We took out tables. We took out seats. We, you know, we, we didn't go the average. Well, neither did Dick, right? They... They do not operate that store like your typical retail store. So it was a really, you know, it was a, it was a good time. It was fun. And, you know, it, but you're right. It didn't last as long as we thought it would. But here we are doing something else. Definitely. Yeah. Mark, how does it feel to have your name on restaurants that you're no longer running? You know, I get asked that a lot. And I don't really think about it like that, you know. I mean, I think that... Uh, you know, I mean, I actually, I actually still eat there, um, <laughs> and you know, most, most, most folks they don't even like, they don't even realize that I'm that I'm that I'm like not there anymore. You know, mm -hmm. I go in there to, to, to eat. Someone's eating there. They're like, "We love this place." I'm like, "That's awesome. I do too. I'm eating here." You know, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so it's. I don't really. You know, think about it. Um, I don't. I don't think that I like uh, manifest things the way that 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 everyone else does. Where oh my god, my name's there. This is awful. I don't own that. How we gonna, it's, I don't. It's it's really um, it's you know sort of awesome to have like your 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 name out there mm -hmm. and it's like almost not even yours anymore you know I've almost like 
you know, handed the name over to like the the uh, the, the city, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like theirs now. So I don't know. I just uh, it's not really you know something that I just really think about much, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you guys have worked together for many years. There must have been difficult moments. There must have been beautiful moments. What would you say to people out there that have partners? What's something that has helped with the longevity of your friendship and working relationship? I mean, honestly, like we haven't had like these, like, I mean, I mean, yes, you're, you read about these, 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 these other folks that have had like knockdown yelling, you know, I'm not speaking to you for a month. Like, we've never had any of that shit happen, you know, to be honest. But yeah, you know, he's been mad at me and, and he'll, like, storm out of the room and he'll be mad at me for an hour. But, you know, other than that, like, I can't think of any, like, major thing that has ever really, really happened. Um, I think we just know one another really well um, you know and uh, we just sort of work with one another I don't know I'm, yeah I mean you know I think it's important that we kind of get each other emotionally and so what happens you know if I think we both come at everything from the angle of what's what we think is best for us and for the business and and so what will happen is, I'll, you know, when I get on those occasions where I get angry and storm out of the room, or, <laughs> or he shoots off a snotty text to me. Um, <laughs> the text is, 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 yeah. In all caps. I know how to get yeah. him, which yeah. is just the wisest remark on that, you know, and we'll be like, you know. you know, and over time, you come to realize that, you know, first off, we don't take each other too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we're making fun for a living, right? So uh, at the end of the day, how bad can it really be, you know? If I get, you know, really frustrated because he cares so much about the napkins in the dining room that yeah. I'm going to argue with him over? Like, really? Yeah. Like, what, what, what could we possibly... But those are the things, right? <laughs> like, when, 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 when someone eats there and, like, you know, they have to wait, like, you know, 15 minutes and, like, you know, they eat things, but, you know, one thing was, like, you know... 15 minute wait and like but they didn't like this thing and they're like you ruined my anniversary dinner well if I ruined your anniversary dinner like like he's got other problems like like you waited 15 minutes because someone else was eating there longer you know that's the only reason you waited like so like, like, you can write me this letter, like, you, like, wait, oh, and I ruined your anniversary. Like, I mean, come on. Like, we're, we're you know. Well, it's like Melissa says. She, she's always telling me, like, you, presumably you're eating your anniversary with the person you chose to be with. Yeah. 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 An extra 15 minutes is a bonus. So I think we sort of look at everything like that, you know, like, hey, napkin, you know, if you really feel strongly, like, that you want this, you know, to happen, then... That's fine, you know. I mm-hmm. I think like we 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 want to reach this the same thing, but I'll go this way to get there, and then you know he'll go this way to get there, you know. So 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 somehow we want to get there, 
but you know we have our our our, our different methods you know and mm-hmm. you know so you know so so if he really wants wants to go this way I'm gonna be like okay honey let's go that way you know <laughs> and, if, and if I really want to go this way okay make that left you're right you know it's, it's really not a big deal yeah, you know? yeah there's, there's just nothing that fundamentally broken right yeah. and you know, I think that's the key. I mean, it's the key to any relationship. You know, yeah. if you, you start. You if you didn't care so much, you, you you wouldn't fight. So we care. So we argue occasionally, but really, it's never anything more than okay. Now, are you gonna be mad at me? Because yeah. it's time for us to get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta work. We we gotta we we gotta make folks happy tonight. Like that's yeah. that's in the end, that's what. We're, we're doing every night. We're making folks happy, you know, and that's that's really the the the, the name of the game. Definitely. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask the question we ask during every interview. Uh-huh. What was your food magic moment? Could be any time in your life. Something that just inspired you from the inside out. And uh, <clears throat> Jeff, would you like to go first? Yeah. So you know, I've been thinking about that because I. I bet a lot of people have said I can't just point to one because I've had multiple and you know as it is with our careers too there's like multiple plateaus and then peaks and then plateaus never really any valleys um, but I always I tell the same story a lot uh, and it's not a food magic moment it's a food industry magic moment and I, it was actually served as the first chapter to my book was when I knew that this is what I was going to do and you know I, when I moved to New York I got a job as a busboy, and it was one of those catering halls where you had to wear a tuxedo and a little bow tie on. And um, I went to work at 9 a.m. one morning, and now you got to remember there was no, no cell phone, no. And this is an important part of the story. It was 1985, 86, and so the only way I could ever communicate is if you slip a quarter into a machine and dial it, you know. So I get to work at nine o'clock. I work this event, and I'm like having the time of my life. I'm like just loving waiting on people and meeting people and talking to them. And at the end of the shift, my boss comes up to me and goes, you did a really good job and the nighttime busboy didn't show up today. Can you stay? So I said, yeah. Like, I'm going to get paid to stick around. Mm-hmm. Well, I never called home. I never told anybody that I wasn't coming home. And I show up at my house at 3 a.m. having left at 9 a.m. the previous day. And I walk into my parents' home and they're sitting there like awake still. Like, where have you been? And I looked at my dad and I said, I was doing what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And that was the moment that I realized I was never going to do anything else but work in the food business. Wow. That's amazing. Can't wait to read the chapter of that book. (laughs) Mine is not near as like exciting as that. (laughs) 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 picking up and moving all the way over to Italy. I don't want to say it anymore after that story. No, I mean, yes, I think that that I've had like numerous aha moments. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm... uh, but I'm always gonna, you know, head, 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 head back to, you know, you know, when I was nine years old, eleven years old, you know, you know, the, the big, the, the big meals, you know, you know, you know, we used to have with uh, my 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 father's mom and dad, you know, you know, we used to go down to South Philadelphia, you know, you know, for the weekend and have the, the macaroni and the. Meatballs and the, the the lasagnas and all all of that you know awesome sort of uh, south 
South, South Philadelphia style. Um, and, you know, we had all the aunts and uncles over. And, you know, for me, that was it. That was like, you know, everyone hanging out. I think it was, I think it was actually more than just like the, the, the food there. It was just everyone hanging out and everyone laughing. And there, 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 there was also food, you know? And I mm-hmm. think about any real sort of, you know, happy, happy sort of moment. Um, and there was always like some food, you know? So it's like, you know, for me, happy, happy moments equals like, you know, also really good food. Uh, Yeah, so that was always, you know, what I used to, used to really think about. But it was those, you know, the Sicilian meals, you know, with all of that awesome food, hanging out, all the family there, you know, that, but that just made, made me, made Made, made, made me want to eat and you know learn, learn uh, you know more about uh, the the food and everything. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Food always brings people together. Food right? always brings people together. I like to say it's the centerpiece of human connection. Yes. Always breaks the ice. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, so you never went to culinary school. No. Can I we touch did. on that for a moment? Sure. How did you, as much as you loved food, you studied business, so how'd you end up back in food? Marketing and finance. Mm-hmm. LeBeau. <laughs> 1990. I had a solid uh, <laughs> C average. <laughs> I was never really, yeah, I never really went to, you know, the actual, you know, the actual school months, but I was there. Um, uh, you know, I mean, and, and that was it, though. Um, I used to work, you know, when I was like 14, 15 years old, 16 years old, I, I used to work after, like, uh, like after school in, you know, some of the local uh, the, the, the restaurants. Um, and I just always loved learning about food, you know, and and. and I think it all sort of stems uh, from those uh, the this, this, this Sunday meals. Um, you know, I used to love learning about it, and then you know, you know, you know. So when I went, so I went to LaBelle. I used to work three nights a week at the the, the, the New Deck. Um, <laughs> and then I worked at the the White Dog, um, and I just always there was like something about. Working the line and the the the, the, the movement of it. Um, so whenever I, yeah, like, again, I could also find myself making like 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 a living doing that as well. So um, I just always, you know, started started like you know working in the the, the restaurants and then. Um, so, so I moved out to 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 Los Angeles in ni- ni- 1990, right after school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out there to go to uh, the, the music school, um, and I did that for a year. But I used to work nights, mm-hmm. 
had a restaurant, you know, and then I started working out there for, 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 for Wolfgang. Um, and I was out there for three, three and a half years. Um, and I just kind of started liking the restaurant industry. Um, and then uh, I had this, this, this opportunity to go to Italy. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm ready. And once I landed in Italy, like, that was it. <laughs> I just was like, this is all I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jeff, for you, something that has always stood out to me is the way that you are about family and the way that people talk about working with you. Can you touch a little bit about the role of family and how that's, I mean, your daughters are amazing, your wife is amazing. So just a little bit about balancing that along with your career. Yeah, well, and it's been a tough balance, um, made less tough because Melissa's been a part of it since almost the beginning. I mean, she joined us here in Philadelphia a year after we opened the restaurant, so, she, you know, she got to see how the sausage was getting made, <laughs> um, and, you know, we jokingly call those the salad days. Uh, and she used to sit in the back of the kitchen and eat spaghetti and tomato sauce at the end of every shift while we were cleaning up. And that was the time we got to spend together. And, you know, I think, um, you know, we grew up in a, in a generation where, I think Mark alluded to the fact, you know, food meant family and family meant, like, if you were together with the family, there's a food, right? Well, we grew up, and again, not to rail against technology. I love technology. I have tons of devices that I communicate on. But we got together every single night and had dinner with the family growing up. And... You know, my father worked a lot, and he wasn't around a lot. And oftentimes, he would actually go back to work after dinner. Mm -hmm. But he was home for dinner every single night, and that was what we did together. And between watching the Cubs play baseball and having dinner with my dad, that was the time I got to spend. And so that became important. And the fact that we are in an industry that supplies a, a pretty big comp component of that mm -hmm. is important to me. And so while my immediate family, my wife and two daughters, and my dog... <laughs> are very important, uh, probably the most important thing that I will ever be a, a part of. We did create this company called the Vetri Family, and it was deliberate that we called it that because you joined us and you were going to be with us for 70 hours a week. You had to enjoy being with us. And so um, treating people with dignity and, and respect and, you know, are we 100% on that, probably not. But, you know, we do a lot of soul searching and we get to know a lot of people. And by and large, I think we created an environment where people love to come be with us. And if they have to be somewhere to earn a living, being with us is a, is a pretty good deal, I think. And uh, we tend to reciprocate, which is why we had health benefits while both of our houses were on mortgage still. <laughs> and awesome. while we had a 401k very early on with a match. And, you know, it was all in the effort to create a family. And, and, in the time that we've been in business now, 21 years, we've seen many, many, many staff members start their families and go to weddings and go to, um, you know, baby namings and watch kids get born. And we've seen funerals, you know, we've, we've watched life cycles. So it's been uh, an important aspect to, to creating this business. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, you can taste it in the food and you can feel it in the atmosphere when you step into your restaurant. So thank, thank you. you. We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. That's um, the idea. Definitely. Um, do you guys have any parting thoughts? Anything parting you want to share? Parting thoughts. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. I think I've said everything that I have to say. It's open-ended, I guess. If we're yeah. About anything. Yeah. About anything. It could be a quote recommendation, a book, something that you want to well, make sure you, that people take away from You said this. that the people listening, by and large, are either in the food business or want to be in the food business. or, But how about just in business in general? Whatever you do, like, money's fine. And, and look, I'm not going to deny the fact that a lot of the motivation behind a lot of our decisions have been financial, but a very equal first or close second would be you got to stay happy and you'll never be successful doing something you're not happy at. You may make money doing something you're not happy at, but you won't be successful. So take your time, be deliberate, take nine years to open your second restaurant or whatever business you're in. That's an fun equal, too. I would say. That's, that's an equal. It's got to be, right? Not a second. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't actually, like, work <laughs> for a living. You know, I like, <laughs> I, I, like, wake up and I just kind of live. A, a lot of folks ask me, how do you, you know, how do you, like, you know, have your, 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 your home life and, you know, work life and like everyone likes the you know using the 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 the, the analogy of like the, the the buckets right you know this is my work bucket it's mm-hmm. my home bucket my go away you know I have one bucket and it's all just in there <laughs> you know and I really feel that that if that if you just live your life with just one bucket um, and you just love your your, your your work, and you love you know your your, your the, the the home life and everything. You just you you're just happier. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's you know hard. You know, not everybody loves uh, their, their 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 work. You know, um, but you know the old adage. You know, you know, you know what is it if if, if 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 you love what uh, you, you 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 do, you, you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. I mean, it's that's true. my life. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I read in a book that this world is the playground for the spirit to yeah. come and have fun and to learn. Have fun, you know. Don't and it's and it's not about the the, the money, you know. That will happen if if you're happy. you're happy and you're having fun. And you're contributing. And you're contributing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time and energy today. It's such a pleasure to get Our to pleasure. know the story behind Vetri and the beautiful family and empire you guys have built together. Thank you so much. Our Thanks. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Oop, looks like we're all out of time for today. Thanks so much for tuning in to discover the secret recipe to food and beverage industry success. Make sure to tune into next week's episode. And in the meantime, spread the love. Check us out on Instagram or our website, Food Magic Podcast. Mwah!